All right, thanks again for listening. Welcome back. Um, this is going to be our first um, basketball podcast now. Um, again, I'll try to come up with um, a name for this one at some point too, but for now it'll just be a basketball podcast. Um, so let's start out here. Um, the Timberwolves, obviously, first off, my team, they uh, haven't had a very good year, obviously. Um, they're 20 games under 500 currently. With that so, said, I, what's up? Yeah, so haven't my Warriors either. Yeah, that is true. With that said, though, I'm getting quite excited. Um, you know, the Timberwolves traded away almost their whole team, it seemed like. Um, and, you know, got a bunch of different guys. Um, they traded Robert Covington for a 2020 first-down pick um, owned by the Nets. Also got Malik Beasley, who I'm a huge fan of. I said that when they traded for him, I said, you know, I think he's going to be a sneaky good player for us in the right system. And his first game with us, he made seven threes and looked pretty good. They also got Juan Herman Gomez, who I also think will be a decent player for us. And then they also got Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, we also sent out a group of role players. We traded Keita, um, Keita Bates Diop. We traded... Robert Covington, we traded uh, Jordan Bell, uh, we, traded, we traded Jeff Teague, we traded Andrew Wiggins in the D-Lo trade. You know, that's the one I'm really excited about, getting D'Angelo Russell. You know, you pair him with Carl Anthony Towns, they're good friends. Towns made it pretty clear he wanted to play with Russell, and we found a way to get it done. Um, and honestly, I'm not shocked that Russell got traded. Um, I, you know, I was more confident he'd get traded than you were. Um, and I know you're a Golden State fan. Part of the reason I'm not shocked he got traded, honestly, I never thought it was going to be a great fit in Golden State. Um, I knew they got him, but I thought all along their plan was to eventually trade him. He's, in my opinion, Andrew Wiggins. For for his team, I think Wiggins, which is funny to say this because a lot of Timberwolves for a long time were frustrated with Wiggins, but for what he will do for that team and the fact that he won't have to be a star, you know, he can be a third or fourth guy for Golden State when they have everybody healthy. I honestly think he'll be more valuable in Golden State than D'Angelo Russell was, just because I think he fits with what they're going to want to do. Um, so honestly, I think I think it was a win-win for both teams, personally. I think Wiggins will actually help Golden State uh, just with the structure they have, and he won't have as much pressure on himself. Yeah, he'll be getting big money, but for a guy who's a third or fourth guy, but I think in that role he can succeed, to be honest. And then D'Angelo Russell, you know, we got a point guard we desperately needed. Uh, after trading Jeff Teague and 
you know, trading Shabazz Napier and all the guys we traded, we really had no true point guard. Jordan McLaughlin has played admirably, but, you know, they needed to trade for somebody. And also by getting a guy who's so good friend, such good friends with Towns, you know, I think they're probably going to be able to keep them both here for several years, so, which I like, you know. It was pretty obvious before the trade, Towns was getting frustrated, so. Um, I like it for both teams, and honestly, there was Timberwolves fans that went from being really down on Garrison Rosas to being huge on him. The fact that he was able to trade Wiggins' contract and get what he got for him, as well as trade Gorgie James' contract. I mean, those were two massive contracts, two guys that were getting paid way too much. And he was able to dump them both, along with Jeff Teague's contract. So, the fact that he was able to get rid of all the three of those contracts and get good pieces in return, I think was awesome he was able to pull that off, so. Um, I will say this, when I read an article on my show, and I kind of told you what I basically read out of it a couple months ago, With the Warriors right now. Hey Colton, can you hold that thought just for a second? I'm just gonna, I've got to do one thing really quick. I'm just gonna pause it just for a second and then I'll be back with you. So just hold on. Okay. Alright, back with you Colton. By the way, I just heard from Ethan it went later than he expected. Um, so him and I are going to talk tomorrow, it sounds like. But. Okay. So, Wiggins, after the trade deadline, from what I've been hearing, might be a third or fourth guy on what you, what you just said. Right. Well, you know, the reason I say three, maybe even four, is just because... Curry and Thompson are your top two. And then you have Draymond, you know. So, really, yep. I think you could almost say he's even a four guy, to be honest. Sure. So. I, I, I hear that. And I hear where you're coming from. He'll, he'll be good this year. And he might be a good addition. And you might disagree with me on this. I know... Everybody is down on the Warriors and saying, oh, this dynasty is done. I don't see that happening. I see them getting back in the hunt next year. 
I know Clay is out this year, and I know Steph is probably not coming back. I, I mean, I don't know. But I can see you with the addition of Wiggins and, um, yeah, just Wiggins, that um, they have, after a trade deadline, they can see, oh, this is how he fits in, this 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 is what works, this is this is not what works for him, this is what he can do, this is what he can't do, so on and so forth. So they basically know what he can and cannot do. He's, he's going to be a, a little bit better than Russell to me for the Warriors. Yep. And, and you go first. Oh, I was just going to say, and honestly, I... I'm not a Golden State fan. I like certain players, but I'm not a Golden yeah. State fan. But I agree with you. I I in no way at all think their dynasty is over. Without, with what they've built, especially if those guys come back healthy next year, yeah, it'll be tougher for them, in my opinion, than it was before because the West has only gotten tougher with the Lakers and Clippers and what they've built. So I'm not saying it'll be easy, but I think they'll be right in the hunt again. I I really hate using this to people who are probably going to disagree with me. The Warriors won without KD. Yep. And everybody is saying, oh, you can't do without KD. KD came and helped them. Did you not see what they did without KD before he came? I know they won a title without him. Right. And they did that. And they did pretty damn well, in my opinion. And I know they gave KD two rings, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. They, they won it without KD. They don't need... They kind of don't need him, but they need him at the same time, if that makes sense. And what I seen in the finals last year was, before Clay Thompson went down with his injury, they could have won the finals with Clay, Steph, Draymond, Iguodala, and other players as well coming in off the bench when they played Toronto. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm only going to mention this because I just saw it now. The results are in and Maple River got the new school pass this time. Yeah, I've seen that too. Passed by 10 votes, it looks like. 1,036 to 1,026. Yeah. I'm not going to go in depth on that because I don't know what your opinion is on that. Um, I'm not going to get into, yeah, let's just put it this way. I'm not going to go into depth either, only because I know people on both sides, and I don't, yeah, I'm just going to, I didn't vote because living in Easton, I wasn't eligible to vote anymore yeah. because of where I live. Uh, in my opinion, it's better just not to talk about it. And I'm, yeah. that doesn't mean I, and some people might say, oh, he doesn't want to talk about it. That must mean he would have voted no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying regardless of how I would have voted, whether it was yes or no, 
I'm just saying, I can honestly say I would have not said it either way, so. Yeah, same here. I mean, I, I voted. Both my mother and I did vote. And no. I'm not going to say what I voted. Right, same. I'm not going to. And I, I can hear both sides. And yeah. I'll take one side, but I'm not going to say what side I'm taking. That's, that's just wrong. I mean, we could talk more about it, but we're not going to. I mean, I don't want to, unless you do. No, it's fine, yeah. I was just mentioning really quick that it passed. Yeah, so. I, I knew you were going to. I was going to, but, yeah. No, that's fine. Just because, you know, I went there, you went there, Ethan went yeah. there, my brother yeah. Noah went there, so I figured I should at least mention it quick. So. Yeah. What I will say, though, and again, I'm not going to say how I felt either way, with that said, though, I am, I'll, I can say regardless of how I would have voted, I'm happy for the students. I, so I can honestly say that I'm, you know, happy that they're getting a new school. So in the okay. sense that I'm, you know, I'm just happy for the students going forward. So, so. anyway. So you can see the Warriors getting back to... Um, the finals, well, I'm not going to say the finals, but I'll just say the playoffs in general. I mean, I can kind of see them going to the playoffs if they get, who's a big name that's a free agent for basketball this year that the Warriors could possibly go after? In free agency? Yeah. Because I don't, I, I don't think there is one. And like, I mean, I could be wrong. Well, um, yeah, I think you got, uh, Gordon Hayward from Boston. Um, if I remember right, you've got. Although he's on a player option or a club option, you got Paul Millsap, who's also on a club option. Um, hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, really, I don't know how many guys they'd go after anyway, because if Thompson and Curry come back and now you have Wiggins, I mean. I mean, I, I, I like the additional Wiggins. I do. I like it because he's a very, he's a damn good player from what I've seen watching a little bit of uh, the Timberwolves. And you also got Curry and Thompson who are damn good shooters too. But I, I'm a Warriors fan and I should say I want to see them go to the finals next year. But uh, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, I see them. I see them going back to the playoffs, obviously, because they got three good players. You know, four good players and Clay, Steph, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green. Yeah. It's kind of funny that we, you and I, agree on the Warriors, but. We don't mention Minnesota being a playoff team. 
Well, again, I mean, I like I said, I'm excited about the trades they made. They're obviously out of it this year, but I think I think next year they could be a playoff team, though, especially depending how they use their two first round draft picks. But with D'Lo and Towns and Malik Beasley, especially if they get him re-signed, I definitely think they could be a playoff team, especially depending how they use their two first-round picks. Because that's the other thing. Not only did Rosas get D'Lo and get rid of some big contracts, which I didn't think they'd deal the deal, but he pulled it off. So again, kudos to him. And we only have two guys that were on the team when he took over as GM now. <laughs> um, but the fact that he made those trades and kept both first-round picks for this coming year, the fact that he was able to keep both and still get D'Lo was huge. Yeah, he's giving up a couple picks, but they aren't for this year. So, you know, like I said, kudos to him for all the moves he made. But, you know, keeping both first-round picks was pretty big, too. So, Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of funny that we mentioned the Warriors being a playoff team. I mean, I, I hear everybody mentioning that the Warriors will be a playoff team next year. I can see that happening, but no one's talking about the good trades that Minnesota did during the trade, before the trade deadline, and they're not mentioning them being a playoff contender. Yeah, I think they will be. Um... And one of the shows I watched, they said that the Warriors dynasty was done. And I'm like, dude, it, it, or it wasn't a dynasty or anything like that. It was just like, it was a phony dynasty. I'm like, okay, how do you consider it phony when the Warriors made the finals five straight years in a row? And the only team to go back to back for three years and make it, and they could have won it three straight years. Granted, LeBron made it every single year, but... Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, um, we've already talked for a while. I'm glad we started the basketball one. Um, I'm sure Ethan probably won't mind talking some basketball, too. And I'm gonna, um, probably, you know, start winding down here in a bit. But can we maybe continue basketball talk tomorrow, especially if Ethan wants to talk some too? I, I know he will because he wants to talk about um, the fake goat and LeBron James. <laughs> he, he is a LeBron James supporter. I'm just letting you know. And I know you and I are both Michael Jordan supporters. Well, and, and we don't think... I, LeBron is that good. On that note, you're wrong. Okay, first off. I'm a huge LeBron fan. I'm just not saying he's the GOAT, but I'm a huge LeBron fan, and I always have been. So first off, it's not that I'm a LeBron supporter, because I am. Um, Second of all, it's not that I don't think he's great, because he's 
one of the best of his generation, you know. So, um, so I just wanted to change that wording a little bit there. Also, I don't know if I've ever admitted this to you on the podcast, but I'm a man that can admit when I was wrong, etc. So back in high school, I, in Mr. Willis's class, we did different speeches. And back then, I'm going to say it now, not that there's been a ton of people who've seen the video, but there is a video on my Facebook somewhere of me giving a speech of who the greatest basketball player was. And in that speech, I said LeBron because I was and still am a huge LeBron fan. But as I've gotten older and have looked at it more, so even though I said it at once, I'll... And now I'm pretty consistent saying MJ is the greatest. So, But I wanted to admit there was actually a time I came out and said that. Uh, and I think it was more because I thought LeBron could be the greatest that I just went ahead and said he was. But So even though I said that in high school, I'm still saying, as I've told you multiple times, Michael Jordan is still the greatest in my book. But I had to admit that I said that. So. Is not in the same breath, or the same conversation as Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is higher up on the totem pole than LeBron. Yeah. Well, he left really quick before I let you go. And again, we're on. We agree. So this is just more asking why you say that, okay? Because we we agree, but why? Why do you say that? Like, what is the difference when you look at the comparisons? Or why do you say he's not in the same breath or same ballpark as Michael Jordan? So what's your reasoning? You're going you're gonna to kind of say something what Ethan says. The rings talk to me. LeBron, or Michael Jordan is 6-0 and, and LeBron is 6-3. And I don't use that argument for the NFL GOAT, because in my book, Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. And I know you and Ethan disagree with me, and you guys use the rings, and Ethan has told me, well, you use Michael Jordan for 6-0, and how come you don't support Tom Brady? And I'm like, because I don't. Well, I was actually going to ask you the same thing, because you just brought it up, why you use LeBron's, or Michael Jordan's, sorry, but not Brady's, so... To me, you... To me... And I've told you before that... I've told you this before, the rings aren't the only reason I say Brady's the greatest. They just aren't. You can think they are, but that's not the only reason I say he is, okay? Yeah. Um, so, I'm sure some people, that's all they look at. And, by the way, LeBron's won three championships. Yeah, I think you ac- I think you accidentally said he was six and three, but he's won three. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. He's three and... Three and six in the finals, and Michael Jordan is six and zero. Oh. And I also use this, and I know you're probably gonna disagree with me on this one, or maybe agree. Ethan doesn't like this. I also use Bill Russell as an example, and 
Ethan has told me, well, Bill Russell has played Milkman. And I'm like, and your point is, you still won 12 in a row, other than one year. Yeah. Um, here's the thing I will say, though. LeBron, whether he's the greatest or not, which you and I both say he's not, he's still a hell of a player. And yeah, he is. The other thing I will give him credit for is doing what... I mean, this is still ridiculous, especially this day and age with how many good teams there is. But even though he only won three, the fact that he was in eight NBA finals in a row, <laughs> that's pretty remarkable. The, the sports people have used this too since Kobe died. And I know you and I talked, you, me, and Ethan touched on this. Yep. But they said that um, after Kobe died and Kobe went to the finals and won it. He has five rings, right? I believe so. Let me double check that quick while you keep talking. If he won, if he has five rings, they said that no one, well, no one has ever come close other than LeBron and um, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, obviously. But no one has come close to winning five rings in oh, crap. I'm losing my track. Um, he's won five in five rings, obviously, and um, it should be a great accomplishment that he has won five rings and come close to Michael Jordan and winning six. Because winning winning a finals or a Super Bowl or an NHL or soccer or any sport, basically, is kind of hard to do. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. It's hard even to make it back five straight years to the Warriors and to win it three out of those five years is hard to do. Very hard. Kobe went five and two in the finals. He won it in 01. Or 2000, 2001, and 02, three years in a row, and then in 2009 and 2010. Yeah. If, if you would go out and ask um, Steph Curry and ask him this question and say, is it easy to make it five straight years? And first day, let's say they won five straight years in a row. Five, five straight years in a row and won it all those times. If you would ask Steph Curry if it's easy or not, he would say it's not easy. No. And I would agree with, and I, and I would agree with him. Right. It is not easy to make it five straight years in a row. Well, and LeBron and made it eight times in a row, which, like I said, is crazy, even though he only won three. But still, that's crazy. And he, it shows you... He's made the playoffs. Playoffs. Both straight years, I believe, from what I read. And fine, and, and he made the finals eight years in a row. And, and I told Ethan, and your point is what? Um, uh, Bill Russell made the 12 straight years in a row and won it all those times. And LeBron has been on three different, yeah, three different teams and hasn't won it 
With that said, though, it shows you just how good LeBron is. I mean, the fact that they went from having the first pick to making the playoffs and, you know, right away when he was in the league. I mean, it shows you just how dang good he is. See, but, like I said, it's hard making it to the playoffs and making it to the finals. It is damn hard to make it eight straight, eight straight finals. Right. Or so, or something like that. Last, question, last question before I let you go. And I was going to ask you this even before you brought up how many rings Kobe won. So we agree MJ's the greatest. Okay, We agree on that. As far as guys who are behind MJ, who would you put higher? And they're both, they were, well, LeBron is still a great player. The other guy was a great player. They're both great in their own ways, but who would you put higher, Kobe or LeBron? Kobe. You would. See, that one I'm going to disagree with you on. As far as just in the clutch only, I'd obviously put Kobe ahead because he was a dang good clutch player. But as far as overall player, I'd put LeBron ahead of Kobe. And part of the reason is LeBron, in my opinion, was a better team player. And, you know, he gets a lot of assists besides points. And in my opinion, he's always played the team aspect. Um, but as far as a pure shooter, Kobe was better. But as an overall player, I'd put LeBron a little higher. So would you put LeBron number two? Or would you put Kobe number two? Well, like I said, I'd put LeBron higher. So if it was only between those two, I'd put LeBron number two. And that's where I disagree. I, I would, I would put Kobe number two, just because of how good a player he was. Well, he, yeah, I mean, he was good. There's no doubt about it. But in my opinion, when you're going by overall, not just pure shooting, but overall. In my opinion, LeBron hasn't beat f with overall numbers. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you this. I mean, LeBron, and he this backs up my point, too. LeBron averaged, like, three rebounds more and three assists more a game than Kobe. Like I said, I get Kobe is a pure sh was a pure shooter, but as far as an overall game, defense, rebounding, making your teammates also better, I'd put LeBron ahead of him. Yeah. Also, LeBron averaged two more points a game on top of that. So. Yeah. And Kobe, I mean, Kobe did make 18 All-Star games, but he only won one MVP. Um, so... Again, as good as he was, um, personally, I'd put LeBron ahead of him. But they, we can agree they, Kobe was a great player and LeBron's a heck of a player. So yeah, they're both good players. Yeah, LeBron's won the MVP three times. Yeah. No, I take that back. 
He won it four times. He won it back to back two different times. So he's won it four times. So I think so. I again, you could look at a lot of different things and disagree, but. Um, the fact that he won four MVPs to Kobe's one, and the fact that he gets more assists and stuff than Kobe did, even though Q Kobe was a pure shooter, just again, ba based on an overall game, I'd put LeBron ahead of Kobe, but... Yeah, I can see that. But I think I should wrap it up for tonight. I appreciate it as always, and thanks for coming on for both podcasts. We're going to make the basketball one more regular. Um, and I don't know if you'd ever want to come on or not. I know you said, if I remember right, you don't watch NASCAR like you used to, but I do plan to do a NASCAR one too, just because I'm a big NASCAR guy, but. We can talk a little bit about it whenever you stub on it, but like I said, I don't watch it. I probably will now because of the XFL and because um, NASCAR will be on before the XFL. Yeah. Whenever, whenever the timing or whatever is on that. So I might watch it regularly now with the XFL. Well, and especially if I'm doing a podcast and you want to come on, it might be worth watching, so. Yeah, but I'd enjoy that. So, and like I said, I'm gonna start one either way. So it would be nice yeah. to have you on there too. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks as always, Colton. Um, what? No problem. Just a heads up. Um, not that it matters too much to you. So listeners know, and I don't know this for sure yet. I'm just giving a heads up. Um, based on how Anchor works, it's possible I won't be able to separate these episodes and they'll all go into one along with the Super Bowl pick since we didn't wrap that up. If, <coughs> and so it might be one long one, but going forward, as I told you, I'll try to break them up. But it's possible it won't let me break them into two different ones. I don't know yet, so... No, it's all right. I mean, either way, it'll be fine. It's just I'm yeah. hoping the basketball one will be separate, but we'll see. Hoping, I am hoping that too. Um, but I'll see what I can do. If not, I mean, it's just one episode. It's not the end of the yeah. world, but. But all right. Thanks again, Colton. Have a good night. You too, Elijah. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Thanks, bud. Bye. Yep, bye. Alright, so thank you listeners for listening to the XFL one, if this happens to go on the same one as well as the first basketball podcast. I appreciate all of you. God bless you all. Thanks again.